You're listening to After Sunday with Ginger Daniel, where we chat about how to live out the Word of God for the people of God. Hi, friends, and welcome to Episode 6. I'll be reading from Psalm 6 today. If it's cold where you are, I hope you have a warm drink. It's freezing here. Okay, let's begin. Verse 1. O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am languishing. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled, but you, O Lord, how long? Turn, O Lord, deliver my life. Save me for the sake of your steadfast love. For in death there is no remembrance of you. In Sheol, who will give you praise? I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with my weeping. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows weak because of all my foes. Depart from me, all you workers of evil, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be ashamed and greatly troubled. They shall turn back and be put to shame in a moment. So let's talk about what's so beautiful about the Psalms and why It helps us to read them. Where can you connect to God in the Psalms? It's in the honesty of King David. The Psalms are an ongoing story, like your life and mine. And it's full of fear and hope, worship and repentance. It's everything that King David goes through. Even this Psalm starts out by asking for mercy. Please, God, don't rebuke me in your anger or discipline me in your wrath. He's acknowledging that King David himself needs the mercy and grace of God. He's humble. He realizes that at the cross, we all come needing mercy and grace. And then he closes out the psalm with, you know, protect me from the wicked. And so it's not one or the other. It's not, well, I'm so good and righteous that I just need you to protect me from the wicked. I also need protection from my own self, from my own flesh, my own desire, my own sin. And when we walk through the psalms, we see ourselves. And so this is an encouragement to be completely and totally honest with God and realize that everything can be put on the table in prayer. King David closes out the psalm by saying that he knows the Lord has heard him, that all the things we can throw at him in prayer, in the end, we must settle there, that he hears us, he's with us. He'll be with us the next day in our ongoing story, whatever we need. So now let's turn to Proverbs chapter 6. And this is full of practical warnings. I'm going to start in the beginning, move to the middle, and then the end. So I'll start in verse 1. My son, if you have put up security for your neighbor, have given your pledge for a stranger. If you're snared in the words of your mouth, caught in the words of your mouth, then do this and save yourself. If you've come into the hand of your neighbor, go hasten and plead urgently with your neighbor. Give your eyes no sleep and your eyelids no slumber. Save yourself like a gazelle from the hand of the hunter, like a bird from the hand of of the fowler. This is wisdom and advice for those of us who are Christ followers to be people of integrity, to keep our word, and to be wise about the decisions we make with our neighbors. And if we make a decision that then we regret, we must do something about it quickly. We must fix it. If we've wronged our neighbor, he's saying, hasten, do not delay. Don't even go to sleep until you handle it. Be the one to approach the problem. Be the one to say, I messed up. Be careful about decisions you make financially with those if you're not willing to follow through. This is about integrity and then being quick to right a wrong. So now I want to touch on um, 
a, a totally different section here in verse 16. I'll begin by reading. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. Reading the word is really about knowing the Father more, coming closer to Christ through the living word. And so here we see what God the Father hates. I pray often that my children will love what he loves and hates, hate what he hates, and he hates wickedness. And here he very clearly lays out for us, his people, these things he, he truly abhors. And so some of them might seem obvious to us, but in reading it, which is so important, we allow the Spirit to work on our own heart, and we have to ask ourselves, have I even gotten close to any of these? Let's think about, have we spread a false witness? Have we sown any discord among people of the faith? This is why we come to the Word, and we allow the Holy Spirit to convict us and lead us back to righteousness. The third part of this proverb is another warning against adultery. Why do we need to be warned so often? Because he knows where the enemy is going to attack. He's going to come after the heart of his people. And of course, the enemy is going to come after those who are especially Christian leaders, so that when they fall, others are separated, confused, turned away from the faith. Verse 20, my son, keep your father's commandment and forsake not your mother's teaching. Bind them on your heart always. Tie them around your neck. When you walk, they will lead you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. When you awake, they will talk with you. For the commandment is a lamp and the teaching a light. And the reproofs of discipline are the way of life. To preserve you from the evil woman, from the smooth tongue of the adulteress. We must remember that the enemy is smooth. He has a plan. And so we must always remain alert, hungry for God, and staying in his word. If you've not been in the word, don't feel guilty about it. Just get back in it. The Lord does not condemn those who are in him. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He invites us to come home to him every day, no matter what the day before that was like. So don't sit too long on what you have or have not done. Come to the mercy seat and start over again. Fall in love with his word and trust that what he says is true. His commandments are a lamp for us. His teaching is a light for our feet. So if you need more light today, reach in the scriptures. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you. And trust that he's good and he'll always be there with you. Have a great day.